Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other tasks that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, Bill's fourth-year tight end, Dawson Knox. He's going into the final year of his contract. I think he's become a fan favorite when you say that, Matt. Dawson Knox is definitely a fan favorite. Oh, absolutely he is. You see a ton of 88 jerseys around town, and you know the Bills just did one of those embedded series on him. They went down to his hometown of Nashville. They did a series with him and his family. He's And you'll hear it coming up, but he is an exceptional guy, a great personality, and there's a reason fans love him because he's a really good football player, but he's also a really good dude. No doubt about it, and you can tell that comes out in a lot of the things that he tells us as we caught up with Dawson Knox. We are joined by Bill's tight end, Dawson Knox. So you've been playing a lot of football. You've also been playing another sport. We've seen you get out on the golf course a little bit here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Golf is uh, growing on me very fast. I got the bug right now. I mean, I'm terrible. I've broken 100, I think, twice. Um, Started playing about this time last year, but hoping to, uh, you know, maybe break 90 this offseason. So we'll see. I got about five weeks. I might try to get out there almost every day, but um, it's been awesome. It's been fun. Tell us the story of the deer. We've heard it on the radio from Jeremy White, all right, my colleague. But we don't really know what happened, why it happened. We're thankful the deer is okay, though. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, deer's great. Um, so it was it was hooking hard to the left. And uh, no one saw the deer until we saw the line of the ball. They're like, oh, there's a deer. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's <laughs> and then uh, I think it, like, hit its hoof because it bounced hard. Deer takes off into the woods. And like kicks out perfectly in the fairway. Oh so I was like, all right, sweet, we'll take it. But uh, yeah, never hit a deer before. Hopefully not again. All right, so there's been some turnover with the team. So the next question is we're going from golf to Catan. Like, who is the crew now? Like, because no Harrison, no Mitch, no David. Like, those were mainstays in your board game shenanigans. That's a great question. I think we're actually playing tonight. Um, so Greg Mance is a big newcomer. He's got a bunch of wins under his belt already. Uh, Mitch Morris is playing with the boys, Tommy Doyle, Spencer Brown, Tommy Sweeney's one of the OGs, obviously Josh. Um, we're, trying to, we're trying to teach some guys how to play. Like Gabe's interested. He's not fully bought in yet, uh, but we're getting him there. So we got a little crew going over to Josh's tonight, I think. So I think that's interesting for people. You say, like, yeah, we're playing tonight. Like, I think there's this perception. You guys get together, you go out at night, whatever, but you've got to be dialed in and taking care of your bodies and things like that. What is it like? this time of year at night what you're doing when you're preparing for coming out to practice the next day or whatever yeah yeah so coming out to practice the next day like i'm in bed 10 at the latest you know i'm trying to get at least eight hours of sleep i start stressing out if i'm only getting seven um but usually i'm trying to get nine hours uh only drink on nights that uh you got nothing coming up um so now you know, or this time of year, we got nothing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I might go out on a, you know, Friday or Saturday night with my boys. But 
Um, definitely plan on hitting the lake a lot too this off season, so that's that's going to be fun. So, like, what's the balance though? Because you are you going home? Yeah. So you so you go home to Nashville. You obviously want to make sure that you're still ready to go for training camp, but you also need to unwind because you're about to play a lot of football for a lot of months in a row. So, like, how do you find the balance of like still getting in the work, but also understanding that you need to be the best version of yourself on the field to get away for a little bit? Yeah, and that's something that not a whole lot of people actually talk about is a mental, you know, unwind part of it because um, the season's long. You know, it starts for us, I think, July 23rd is our official report date. Um, so from then until, you know, middle of February, we're going to be going at it hard almost every day. So there is a big mental reset that needs to happen. So my schedule this off season will be working out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, which is a little bit of lifting, a little bit of running, a little bit of routes, um, kind of like an off recovery day on Wednesdays, you know, massage, body work, stuff like that. But then the weekends hit and you got to, you know, go out and enjoy yourself because we don't have obviously our off days like, you know, Monday or Tuesday during the season, which you can't really do anything anyway. Um, but either golfing or going out to the lake, um, just little things like that to where you can completely unwind, stop thinking about football and kind of you know, kind of have that deep breath of fresh air before everything starts going full speed. First of all, what lake are you talking about? So we all know. And second of all, do you have any other, like, vacations planned? Are you going away at all? Oh, yeah. So uh, Old Hickory is my favorite lake in Nashville. Um, I grew up on Center Hill, which is about an hour and a half outside of it, outside of Nashville. But Old Hickory is 20 minutes from downtown. So um, it's one of my favorite spots. You know, quick little drive get everyone out on the boat there's this little cove called two foot cove everyone gets out of the water literally two feet of water so everyone's walking around playing sand volleyball and throwing the football around and playing uh what's that game with like the post and the beer bottle on top um uh, oh i know exactly what you're talking, you know what I'm talking it, uh no it's got some name to yeah, it yeah it's like you throw it at the, the throw pole. the frisbee yeah, at the yeah, pole yeah yeah. yeah yeah so that game's super fun yeah. so just little things like that um getting on a jet ski uh but yeah, I mean, old Hickory. What, what was the what was the second part? Like oh yeah. So I got a wedding in Mexico next week, oh, wow. um, which will be fun. So that Family actually, uh, he plays for the Eagles. JJ Arcega Whiteside. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's getting married. Super excited for that uh, for that wedding. We'll be down in Cancun. Um, so that actually goes through Tide and U, but I'm coming back a little bit early from the wedding so I can get back to Tide and U next week. I think I'll miss the first day. Um, but I'll be out there for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. What do you take away from an event like that? You get to go. You get to learn from some of the greatest tight ends that have ever played the game. And I know last year you said it was really, really beneficial. As you go this year, what are the things that you want to take away from it? Yeah, I think just going into it with open ears and not really expecting anything, but having your notebook open to see if anybody might have a you know tip or trick or two that you can use for your own game, whether it's a release off the line of scrimmage or run blocking technique. Um, I think just going into it with an open mind, seeing what you can learn. Um, it was really fun last year, too, just to kind of build chemistry between other tight ends because it's not – you can't really look at it as like a competition because we're not on the same team. So kind of just that um, camaraderie of going out with the guys, going to Top Golf, you know, renting out a bar on Broadway for one of the nights, um, even golfing on Saturday, at, you know, at a nice golf course. So it, it's usually really fun. I think, uh, think it will be great this year, too. All right, last one from me, football question, because I'm sitting out there, I'm watching, I'm thinking, you got you, O.J. Howard, Tommy, like this veteran group now, right? I remember, you go back to 19, it's you and Tommy sitting there, and like your rookies. I don't even remember who else was in the tight end room back then, right? It's amazing to think about how that group has transformed. So just if you kind of talk about that, but also having Rob Boris through your entire career so far and what that's meant for you. Oh, yeah. Coach Boris has been 
you know, the staple that's held everything together. He is awesome, and I've learned more from him than I have, you know, from anybody um, throughout, you know, these last three or four years and in all aspects of the game too. Like, I'm so glad he's still here. I hope he, you know, if I somehow end up on a, some a, other team, I'd want him to come with me. He's just that type of coach. But hopefully we'll be here together for a long time. Uh, but, yeah, it's weird thinking about rookie year. You know, that's three years ago now. This is I'm going into year four, and it was me and Tommy, but uh, Tyler Croft was back back oh, yeah. there, uh, Jason Kroom, Lee Smith. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it's a completely yeah, different room now. That's right. Oh, no question, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's cool to be kind of like the leader of the room now. Um it's been, it's been fun to develop into that and to kind of take a guy to the side, you know, for a second or two, give him a little tip or something on a route, but also just be the encourager and um, being a good friend of the guys too. So it's, it's been fun. And then the last one for me, so 2019, we were just talking about it. That was the last time you guys were in Rochester for training camp, and now you go back. So, like, what are the things you look forward to about Rochester training camp, and what are the things that you're dreading about training camp? <laughs> um. I'm definitely thankful the weather's nice up here. Yeah. You know, going to school at Ole Miss, growing up in Nashville, it is muggy, like hot, hot. Like I think this year or this week in Nashville, I think it's been 10 degrees hotter than Miami. Um, and that's with extra humidity too. So it's it's been nasty. But the weather's always great up here. And it's always my favorite thing is having the fans. Um, having a full, you know, you know, I guess, I don't know, a couple thousand maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So having the fans out there just makes practice so much more fun because it's it's easier to get yourself going when you know you got an audience and the competition's a little higher. Um, so that's probably my favorite part. Um, but definitely just dreading like the grind of camp. You know, just your body's hurting everywhere. Just naturally getting into that football shape that you can't mimic unless you do camp. So um, kind of dreading the physical part, but. Um, just the camaraderie and having the fans there and getting back into the routine is always fun. Dawson Knox, thank you for the time. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for being our third guest. Let's go, baby. Lucky number three. All right, so that was Bill's tight end, Dawson Knox. Obviously a very fun guy. He likes to make jokes. He got a lot of attention a couple weeks ago when he was talking about Josh Allen, and he said <laughs> that Josh loves a good D's nuts joke, and then he gave us some examples. Like he, They like to have a good time in that locker room, and Dawson, it, that stuff is fine and dandy when you perform on the field, and he certainly has up to this point in his career. No doubt about it, and I know Bills fans hope he sticks around for quite a while, especially, though, having a big year this year to make it happen and the Bills to use Dawson Knox and to keep seeing him elevate to uh, uh, really one of the star tight ends in the league. I think he's kind of put himself in position to be able to do this. All right, for Matt Bove, Channel 7 Sports Director, WKBW-TV in Buffalo, I'm Sal Capaccio, WGR Sports Radio 550 and Bill's Sideline Reporter. Thank you very much to our producer slash director, Jim Stelliano. Is he really the director? I don't know. I don't think he directs us. He just produced it, right? Can we, yeah, he... Can we, producer and editor let's oh, say. there you go okay okay well jimmy does a lot though we thank him very much and uh we're gonna be back again with some more of the state of the bills on it's always game day in buffalo